0: B98.5's Tad and Direct Show podcast. Helping you catch up on what you missed. Beating her at pop culture trivia is almost impossible. Can you do it? Are You Smarter Than Kara is on B98.5. Good morning, Melissa
1: and Buckhead. Good morning. Hi, could you do us a favor and kick me out of the studio? Okay, get out. I'm gone.
2: Here we- all right, Tad's heading out of the room. Melissa will ask you five pop culture trivia questions. If you answer more right than Tad, he'll pay you $100 of his own money. He answers more right than you. Well, he wins and all ties go to the house. Are you ready? Okay, sure. Question number one A new show called Celebrity Call Center will allow you to call celebs and ask for advice on your life problems. Most call centers start with what three numbers?
1: 888. Uh,
2: all right, question number two. An internet pe- petition is going around wanting to replace our national anthem. What's the name of that song? Um, wait, the name
0: of the national anthem or the name of the replacement The song?
2: name of the national anthem.
0: Oh, Star Spangled Banner.
2: Question number three. With everyone fantasizing about the good old days, name the Bill Murray movie that tops a list of best time travel films of all time. Groundhog Day. Question number four, there's a chance the MTV Movie Awards, set for August 30th, will have fans present. What's the name of that award? I
0: have no idea.
2: All right, question number five, over 350,000 people came to the Garth Brooks Drive-In Concert over the weekend. In the early 2000s, you could only buy a Garth Brooks album at what retailer? Um, Macy's. all right. Going to bring Tad back in. Melissa and Buckhead, you did well with super tough questions this morning. You only got two right. Two is oh, the number, no. Tad, as he walks in. Very excited. Are you ready, Tad? Yes, sir. All right. Same questions. Number one, a new show called Celebrity Call Center will allow you to call celebs and ask advice on your life problems. Most call center numbers start with what three numbers?
1: Oh. Most- Take out the one. Okay. 800. 800.
2: Okay, 800. That's what we were looking for. Melissa said 888. Ah, very advanced, Melissa. Yeah. All right, question two An internet petition is going around wanting to replace our national anthem. What's the name of that song?
1: The Star Spangled Banner. That got Melissa on the
2: board. It's two to one. Thank goodness, Melissa. Right? Question three With everyone fantasizing about the good old days, name the Bill Murray movie that tops a list of the best time travel
1: films of all time. Time travel films? Bill Bill Murray. Murray. He wasn't. Uh,
2: Need an answer. Looking the, for Groundhog's Day. That's what uh, Melissa said. Yeah. You guys are tied at two. Question number four. There's a chance the MTV Movie Awards set for August 30th will have fans present. Uh, what's the name of that award?
1: The the MTV Movie Awards. <laughs> is it the, the Golden? Is it the Golden um, Space Man? We're looking for the
2: moon, man. Melissa didn't have Come an on. answer. I'm marking you? Enough. No, yeah, not we... even
1: close enough. Um,
2: it's two to two still. Going into question number five, over three hundred fifty thousand people came to the Garth Brooks drive-in concert over the weekend. He got a hundred dollars per car uh, in the early two thousands. <laughs> in the early two thousands, Tad, you could only buy Garth Brooks albums at what retailer?
1: I'm going to go with I'm going to go with my gut instinct. Target. Okay, we were Even looking Walmart. For,
2: it was Walmart. Melissa said Macy's, maybe a little too high class. <laughs> Final score is two to two, and all ties go to the house because Tad, you were willing to put up a hundred bucks of your own money, so we got a tie game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who would have thought? Uh-huh. When, you got, when you got two right, I was like, "Oh, there's Gonna no problems duster, yeah. <laughs> here," and yet I just skated by. Great job, Melissa. Thanks, guys. This is what I'm telling you. This is the week to get the money. <laughs>
0: Tad and Drax are keeping you up to date with everything you need to know. It's Info to Go on B98.5.
1: Sponsored by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. 7.26, partly cloudy, showers, thunderstorms, lightning, gusty winds, all that fun stuff. The hot spot will be like between like 2 and 6 o'clock. Okay. According to Glenn Burns, I'm not the meteorologist. What's going on there, Drex? Governor Brian Kemp has issued a new executive order extending the
2: state's public health emergency over COVID-19. So does that mean that the governor is going to start rolling back some of uh, Georgia reopening?
1: He tweeted today, quote, Wear a mask, practice social distancing, wash your hands. And he plans this week to travel to towns across the
2: state, like Albany, Dalton, and Savannah, to encourage Georgians to wear face masks. Now, the governor is not going to be rolling anything back. The order requires social distancing, banning uh, gatherings of 50 people or more unless you can social distance, and requires sheltering in place for nursing homes and the medically fragile. So kind of what we've already been the situation we've been in, the, his particular executive order, Tad, was set to expire
1: today at midnight. And now it's not going to until? Right. Uh, August 12th. August 12th. Yeah. And we, when we talked to him last week, he said, and unfortunately, this is true, like, the police have more important things to do than to actually, like, hand out tickets for not social distancing. Or, or not wearing a mask. Right. Yeah, so you're not going to see.
2: It, what he, what the governor told us last week, Tad, yeah, was that... So, you know, I can see Georgia
1: mandate masks. Right. Yeah, So, it, but it takes the individual
2: responsibility. 100%. Yeah, the order also outlines the State Board of Education must provide rules and regulations for the opening of schools, which leads me to my next story, Tad, and that is...
0: Fulton County schools will have two options. Parents can opt to either send their children to school physically in the building or choose virtual instruction. Whichever they choose, it is a semester-long commitment.
2: Now, students will be encouraged to wear masks on buses and in between classes. Again, encouraged but not required. Ugh, and instead of an Yeah, kids, yeah. And instead of an August 10th start date, it's been pushed back to August 17th. And I know Gwinnett County sent out a survey yesterday, and I asked my neighbor, and he sent me the email. They were essentially asking the same thing, like, would you be open to having your choice of sending your kid back or just doing online learning? But you have to commit for the whole semester.
1: Oh, you have to make that decision up Mm -hmm. front. Yeah, and that's what Fulton County is saying as well. B-98.5, 80s, 90s, and now... Thanks for listening, Tad and Drex Show. So of all the new rules that we have in the office for Mm COVID-19, there's one rule that must stay in place beyond COVID. When this is all over, that rule that stays in place is the one person allowed in the men's room at a time rule. Oh, I thought it was that the salespeople really aren't here. (laughs) And maybe you like that. That's good. But eventually I won't mind them coming back. Yeah. I believe very strongly that the facilities, this is a very private thing. This okay. is your very private time. When I'm in there and somebody else walks in, all activity stops. You get like, very anxious in the restroom. I, well, it's just, I don't want somebody going in there. They hear a noise or whatever, and then they see my shoes underneath the stall and they associate that with me. So, do you think people care that much? I do. Oh, you do. I know. When I'm in there and I see your shoes, I'm like, "Eh, Drex, I I actually pray that I won't hear anything because I don't (laughs) want to, like, I just, I feel like people will treat you differently.
2: So yeah, we do have a rule here at the radio station that now only one person is allowed in the bathroom and there's room for five people to use the restroom if they need to. Were you the person though, even before this rule came up, Tad, that if you walked in and someone was in there, you would still walk out?
1: It would depend on what activity I was going to be okay. involved with. <laughs> like, so yeah, so 50% of the time, okay. yes. I'd walk in there, I'd turn around. You've probably been in there. You ever been in the bathroom and you hear the door open and then the person yeah. isn't there? I'm always that's like, what a me. weirdo. There was one particular traumatic thing that happened to me when I was trapped in the bathroom for a good long while by a beautiful woman. And in this a is- men's room? Her name is Tiffany Hill, Mm -hmm. and she looks as close to Angelina Jolie as you could possibly get without any of the weirdness. Tiffany's like super kind, great person, gorgeous. Yeah, she has a boyfriend. Yeah, there's no way I had any chance with her. The way I looked, there was all I have is personality. Mm -hmm. Like, there was no way, but... I had to work with everything I got. And it wasn't like I thought I was ever going to date her. But I definitely, of all people, I didn't want her thinking less of me. So I'm at work one day. I go into the bathroom. I go in. I haven't even, like, established myself. And door opens. Somebody else there. So I lift my feet up. Nobody you gets you see lift your I feet am. up in and the I, bathroom. And all activity ceases. Hold on. Why would a woman walk into the men's no, room? No, it wasn't her. It was somebody. It okay. was it was somebody else. Just a stranger. It was a dude. This is not Ali McBeal, my friend. Okay. That person finishes. They leave. Mm-hmm. As they're leaving, I'm like, finally. Yes. Bam. Somebody else walks in, and I'm like, oh. and this is my life. It's like it's just super annoying. So I'm waiting. I'm waiting, and now I can hear some noises in the hallway. Second person leaves, that voice, Tiffany Hill, she's standing right outside the bathroom talking to Elena Williams, and now I've been in the bathroom long enough that if I leave the men's room, that conversation's been happening long enough, she's going to know what I've been up to in there.
2: And she's going to say, well, he's an adult, and everyone who's an adult, like, should we get you that book, that children's book, you know, everyone... You know, blanks. Do we need to get that for you? I think we need to get that for
1: you. Dude, if I left that bathroom, Tiffany would know what kinds of filthy activities (laughs) I was engaging in. And that conversation between Tiffany and Lena Williams, I mean, this is a conservative estimate. Half hour. What? I'm sitting holed up in the men's room for a half hour waiting for them to finish their conversation. Finally... All told, between the first people that walked in and this conversation, 45 minutes, I'm just hanging out. Was your supervisor not worried about where you were? I wasn't. I only came to the radio station during the day to be able to run into Tiffany. I wasn't even right. on shift. <laughs> so I hear them finish their conversation. They say goodbye. The coast is clear. I emerge from the men's room. I look like. Tom Hanks at the end of Castaway. Yeah. Like just all ratted and disheveled. Are you holding a FedEx box by chance? <laughs> and I've got Wilson under my right Man. arm. And there, quietly, drinking from the water fountain. Yeah. I don't even need to say her. I won't even say her you name. You shouldn't. All that effort.
2: You know, if you'd have just used the restroom, all this could have been avoided, you think?
1: No, if I had gone and used the restroom two flights down mm-hmm. that nobody ever went to, and that's what I did. From that yeah, well, I on. bet you did. Every usage of the bathroom was a 45-minute journey for me to even get there. So
2: you're, the the rule you like to keep if we ever get out of this COVID mess is one that one person bathroom, bathroom at, at all time, and maybe even don't even slurk around, right. no loitering yeah. around
1: the yeah. bathroom No either. water fountains. Wow. Actually, do away with water fountains, because they're <laughs> always located right outside the bathroom. All right. 80s, 90s, and now, good morning, it's Tad and Drex talking about rules that have been in place in the office during coronavirus that we want to stay beyond coronavirus. Most of the rules that we have in the office are a bit of a a nuisance, Mm -hmm. an obstacle. You gotta wear a mask, you know, you can't, uh, they shut down our snack bar upstairs, understandable, but there were nothing that we would want to continue once the coronavirus leaves. So what is it Drex, that you would want to stay in place?
2: Well, I mean mine isn't an office rule though. Is that okay? It's not an office no, rule. No, but it definitely is like uh, it, it's a it's a new covid norm.
1: You is know, like social
2: distancing? No, not so much that. I I don't, I don't know what it is inside or where it came from growing up, but the minute it's we have plans made or we're going to go somewhere like say go out to dinner. The minute my wife's like, okay, we're gonna go to dinner at 6 30, instantly my head goes, 6 30? Going somewhere to a restaurant, it's gonna be packed. What if we can't get a seat, then I'm gonna sit there. We're probably not gonna eat until 7
1: 30, 8 o'clock. Oh, you uh, have food anxiety, like nobody's is. It business. could be
2: it could be anything. It could
1: be uh going to a movie theater. You bring snacks to go to the snack bar. Like you bring yeah. for the journey to go buy the snacks in yeah. the five minute walk. You'll bring a snack. I love. That's
2: why we. I like going on the Disney cruise, because they like, dinners at five fifteen, and you have a seat, and it's guaranteed. It's going to be there. Like you have a show at seven o'clock. It's your show. You have a seat. So I just get this massive anxiety anytime anything is planned. Right. You just have this massive anxiety that eight thousand people are going to be there, and it's going to be miserable. So I just
1: don't know where it comes from. So what do you want to stay in place?
2: All of the scheduling. Oh, it just makes me so happy. You can't do anything now without it being scheduling. And one thing in particular is like at our our neighborhood pool, two days in advance at 11 a.m., you have to pick the time you want to go to the pool. So like today's Tuesday at 11 a.m., I have an alert on my phone that's going to tell me it's time to sign up for the pool for Thursday. And only 100 people are letting the pool at one time. Oh, it's so great. There's Uh not 8,000 people
1: there with their wet towels. So you're just not into the spontaneity thing at all. Like, you just want you – because you also know that – correct me if I'm wrong Mm – you booked the pool – on Tuesday, yeah. you've set that up alert in your phone. Ninety-nine mm-hmm. percent of the people out there are not that organized. Exactly, so it's giving you the competitive edge. Competitive yep. is always first. In, of the con- in
2: control. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So I would like for that to get you. We need to schedule everything. Everything in our life should now be on a schedule. You want to go to eat? You can pick your seating. or 7.30. You come at 6.30, have a seat, pal. Sit outside.
1: And don't even get him started on the curbside pickup stuff that they've got in place right now. Don't have to leave the car. The food gets put in the back of your truck. No?
2: No. No, because I eat in my car, like like everybody. Don't don't you? (laughs) Everyone eats in their car.
0: All the stuff you need to know to start your day. It's info to go on B98.5.
1: Sponsored by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. Good morning, 827. Clouds, showers, thunderstorms, lightning, gusty winds. Probably from like 2 to 4, 5 o'clock this afternoon will be the hot spot. 74 right now. What's going on, Drex? Tad, do you remember seeing images of people
2: standing in line to vote for up to seven hours back in early June for the Georgia primaries? Yes. All right. Well, State Farm Arena and the Atlanta Hawks are stepping up to the plate to help.
0: Our 700,000 square foot building
2: will allow for CDC requirements including social distancing. Along with the building, Hawks employees and players like Trey Young will work side by side with poll
1: workers. Having everyone in our organization participating is something we are all so very proud of.
2: So, Hawks Management and the Fulton County Elections Committee are going to team up to transform State Farm Arena into the largest voting precinct in Georgia's history for early presidential and runoff voting. How cool is that?
1: That is super smart. Also, to bring the celebrities, which might bring the voters. Great idea. Now,
2: for the actual presidential election uh, in early November, you're still going to have to go to your precinct, like your standard one. But if you want to do early voting, like I said, for the Georgia primary runoff voting, State Farm Arena is going to be open and ready to
1: go. I didn't know you were. It seems unfair to have star-studded voting in a way like, come vote for our candidate, and you get to get a signed autograph. You know, whatever. Yeah, I,
2: I, I don't necessarily think that it, it's, it's working that way as much as it just they're encouraging you to come out and vote. Period. Right. right. They're so, not going
1: to tell you which way to go. Or- Hopefully
2: not, yeah. Uh, Now, Ted, after early voting at Phillips Arena, you could usually pop over to the CNN Center and grab some grub or hang out with Robin Mead, but not so fast.
0: Warner Media sent a letter to its employees saying that it will sell the CNN Center in downtown Atlanta. The letter goes on to say that following the sale, it will centralize employees at the Techwood campus, which is where CNN started. Now, the
2: sale is expected to take a few years, and as of right now, no employee layoffs are expected. When they sell the CNN Center. But the big question is, what are they going to put in that place? What could possibly go there?
1: I mean, what couldn't go there? It's already got, like, especially downstairs, all those restaurants. I mean, it's connected to State Farm Arena. Mm -hmm. They haven't really done any original programming, as far as I know, for CNN. Most of their stuff is out of New York and Washington, D.C. at this point. Okay. So it's, you know, they're probably like, it's not really we're not really using this anymore. So I think it's gonna be a great opportunity to for somebody to come in there, maybe upgrade, make it more of a destination if you're going to a concert or whatever. Oh, I was thinking like
2: a sick laser tag place. No? One of those escape room
1: place places. called Lee's Collectibles where you're not really sure what they're there right, for. Right exactly or something like that. <laughs> yeah. United 8.5, 80s, 90s, and now with uh, Tad and Drax and Dr. Carlos Del Rio is on the phone. It's been a while since we've talked to you, Dr. Del Rio. I guess that's, uh, un- we missed you, but that, that was a good thing.
0: You know, I don't like this because we're back where we were uh, in March, where we did the lockdowns. All that we gained, all that we slowed the epidemic we've lost it.
2: So Dr. Del Rio, we're doing more tests. We're seeing more cases. um, But I've I've been checking the Georgia Department of Health website. It looks like the the death rate hasn't
0: increased. Is that just a matter of time, you think? Well, you know, I think it's a matter of two things. Number one is the population effect that has shifted. We're seeing a lot more infections in younger people. And younger people don't tend to get sick. That doesn't mean they don't get sick. And that's one reason. The second reason is we've gotten better in the hospital. We understand better how to treat these patients and therefore our treatments have gotten better and therefore the mortality has gone down. But that doesn't mean we're still not seeing a lot of people admitted to the hospital. And if you see hospitalizations have really gone up.
2: Uh, Dr. Del Rio, can you talk about the big mask debate? You know, some parts of the country are mandating masks here in Georgia. Governor Kemp said that they're not going to enforce that. I mean, are, are masks really going to save lives and help this help stop the spread?
0: So that's the other thing we have learned. We have learned that masks make a huge difference. And if we can get everybody to wear masks, we can dramatically decrease the transmission. And I want to emphasize that it is it is not, you know, it's not comfortable. It is not uh, what we want. But I tell you, you know, by wearing a mask you can prevent getting infected.
1: And how much if everybody wore masks, how much would that reduce the chances?
0: If you get everybody to wear a mask, if you get masks above 60, 70 percent of the people wearing a mask, you can get cut transmission by 50%. If you get up to, you know, 100% of people wearing a mask, you can cut it down about 75%. Now, if you only have 20, 10, 20% of people wearing a mask, then you really don't cut down transmission at all.
1: Talking to Dr. Del Rio from Emory University, a lot of people talking about going back to school, whether or not to do it. What are your thoughts on that?
0: You know, it's a, it's a really good question, and I think a lot of us are looking at that. I think it's going to depend on what community transmission is like some communities where there's not a lot of transmission is going to be totally safe for kids go back to school some communities where there's a lot of transmission uh, it's going to be really difficult to get kids back to school so you know i tell people you want your kids go to back to school you, you want to see college football this fall wear a mask if we can cut transmission it's going to be so much safer to do those things
1: if we started doing that today everybody started wearing a mask today Two weeks, would we be in better shape or would it be like more like a month or what?
0: More like more like a month, because see, the people that got infected today or yesterday are going to be sick in two weeks. But even a month from now, you know, we're at the end of June. If you get to the end of July, I will still take it. You know, we'll still yeah. be in time. But but the window is closing. We don't have a lot of time to do those things.
1: Do you believe that these fitness trackers are a good way to tell before you even have symptoms something's going on?
0: You know, I think the best way to know if something is going on is is wake up in the morning, take your temperature, see how you feel. If you feel kind of you know achy all over, if you feel like you have a viral illness, and the the thing that I find most useful is if you lost your sense of smell. If you, if you get up in the morning and you can't smell the coffee, you probably got infected.
1: All right. We're up to date again on the coronavirus. Well, I are like going backwards. The
2: symptoms just sound like a hangover, really. <laughs>
1: if you can't smell anything. I know. It's like anytime I walk by the microwave in the kitchen, I'm like, burnt popcorn? Did I have a stroke? <laughs> yeah. All right. Have a great day with all of that. What a way to end the show. Yeah. Huh? On a high note. Nice.
0: Thanks for listening to the Tad and Drug Show podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and listen live weekdays from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5. For the ones who
2: work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus,